1: That's the key. Go back and do what you did in the very beginning. What did you do to win her affection? Well, that's what you need to be doing now. What was your focus back then? All you could think, you couldn't even work. You dream about her at night. You had a hard time focusing on your job. All you could think about was was how to please her, how to impress her, how how to win her affection. You need to go back and do that stuff. Do the things that you did when you wanted to win her attention and win her affection. Do those things.
0: Do the things you used to do when you were trying to win over your spouse. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches us the importance of intentionality within marriage. Our spouses need to feel the same kind of pursuit they felt when we were dating them. The same kind of care and intention needs to be shown. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to chapter three of First Peter, and let's join Pastor Robert with part four of today's message.
1: His love is the Every single one of us is a broken, flawed, imperfect human being. Do you understand that? And that's why I say, and we joke about it, but I say it quite often, and you know I do, you have issues. All of you, and so do I, because we're human. We didn't stop being human when the Holy Spirit moved in. He is transforming us. He is changing us, and we need to cooperate with that process, right? That's what this is about. If you will trust him and cooperate. See, I'm not saying to any of you, husbands or wives, gentlemen, I'm not saying to you that you need to trust your wife to change. Ladies, I'm not saying to you, you need to trust your husband to change, because that's the other thing that I hear so often. You know, she keeps telling me, I'm going to, you know, he keeps telling me I'm not going to do that anymore, but it's the same old story over and over and over again. Stop looking at the human who is next to you and look at the God who promises to do a work in their lives. You see this? You and I, every single one of us as human beings, we have a knack at messing up the things that we try to fix, but your father in heaven loves you and he, he never fails. He doesn't mess things up. He promises you that he will work, if you'll cooperate. Now guys, one of the things that we do that, to be honest, as the leader, as the head of the household, this is is where we set ourselves up consistently. Consistently we set ourselves up for disaster in marriage. We sell them a bill of goods when we're dating them and trying to win their affection and then we do a bait and switch. We sell them this attentive, concerned, compassionate man, and then we get married, and all of a sudden, it's, I got I to gotta work, I got a job to do, what do you, I mean, come on, give me a break. And we do a bait and switch. I don't think it's deliberate in most cases, but now please hear me on this, hear me. I've been, I have been now, I've been a pastor more than 20 years. I Can't tell you how many couples I've talked to. These issues that I'm bringing up, they're universal. This one, I have never, ever talked to a couple for whom this was not an issue. Do you understand that? I have never yet talked to a couple, Christian or not, where this was not an issue. The guy that that they bought, when, you know, will you please marry me? Oh, yes. And then that guy's gone. He's gone. He has left the building. Two weeks after the honeymoon, he disappears. And we don't even realize we've done it. We don't even realize we've done it. Because now we get so preoccupied with with the, the responsibilities Especially when that first baby comes, oh my goodness, all of a sudden, the guy, if, if he's got any integrity at all, you know, all of a sudden he, he sees that little vulnerable baby that's his duty, his responsibility. This is my child. I never thought about life insurance until I saw David laying there in that baby bed and it's like, oh gee, I need life insurance. We get preoccupied with the duties and the responsibilities and we neglect our wives. And we don't even realize we're doing it. And we, and we think, we think, but they should understand Listen to me carefully. They don't. You sold them a bill of goods. Deliver. Deliver. Be attentive. Be compassionate. Recognize that what what you convinced her with in the beginning is now what you need to be doing in your marriage. Now, is there adjustment in marriage? Of course, there's adjustment. I mean, when babies come into the picture, she has to focus attention on the baby, you have to focus attention on the baby. Yes, things change, adjustments have to be made, but, but these things need to be talked about and worked through with that same attitude that you had when you were trying to win her in the beginning. Revelation chapter two, Jesus was addressing a church which had left its first love. And that's the way he words it, you left your first love. And he tells them how to fix it. He says, verse five, of Revelation chapter two, he says, remember therefore from where you have fallen. In other words, look back at the beginning. Remember from where you've fallen. Repent and do the first works or else I'll come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place. But that's the key. Go back and do what you did in the very beginning. What did you do to win her affection? Well, that's what you need to be doing now. What was your focus back then? All you could think, you couldn't even work. You dream about her at night. You had a hard time focusing on your job. All you could think about was was how to please her, how to impress her, how how to win her affection. Well, You need to go back and do that stuff. Do the things that you did when you wanted to win her attention and win her affection. Do those things before you lose everything. See, the struggle for both husband and wife comes when your emotions have grown cold and you don't really feel any desire to please the other person. You don't want to do that. I don't want to be a fake. I don't want to be a hypocrite. Listen, just do it. Do what you did in the beginning. That's what you told her you were going to do. You told her by your actions. You told her by your conduct that this was the kind of man you were. Be that man, whether you feel it or not. What you feel is not the most important factor His Doing the right thing is. Paul wrote to the Colossians, a parallel admonition in Colossians chapter three, verse 18. He says, wives submit to your own husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be bitter toward them. Children, obey your parents in all things for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. He keeps bringing it back to Jesus. Fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. Bond servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. See, this applies to both husbands and wives. Do it as unto the Lord. Do it for Jesus. Trust him with it. You can't fix your wife, but you do have a responsibility to work hard at learning to understand what her needs are. You do have a responsibility, gentlemen. Look at me. You have a responsibility, gentlemen. You have a duty to the one who died for you. He went to the cross for you. Fix your eyes on him and trust him. Stop thinking about what you need. Stop thinking about what you want and start focusing instead on what she needs, what she wants and what he wants you to do for her as the chief servant in your home. You understand that's what it means to be the head of your household, chief servant of your home. God gave you to her to serve her needs. This is the one time when you'll hear me say that she's supposed to be queen of the house. Ladies, if you repeat that back to him, I'm gonna come find you. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But don't do it, because it'll mess you up. Remember, it'll just undermine the whole process. You both need to be doing this for Jesus. You both need to be doing this trusting Jesus. I cannot overstate this. You will not change one another through manipulation or coercion. Won't happen. Won't happen. All you will do is make a bigger mess. But if you will fix your eyes on the author and finisher of your faith. If you'll fix your eyes on the one who promises to recreate and transform, he will do that work in your life and he will allow you to participate in the process through which he does that in the life of your spouse. Can you see this? Does it kind of make sense? Not really. You're all looking at me like I'm a Martian. We have some people here to pray for you. Because see, just like I said a minute ago in the pastor's conference, like half the wives raise their hand. Yeah, my marriage is a mess. I need prayer. I'd be willing to bet that the same thing's true for half of you. Because I know how many emails and phone calls and cries for assistance I get on a a weekly basis. I know how many of you come to me, Pastor, you got to pray for me. I need a wife. I need a wife. Okay, we're going to do that today. We're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for you to become the man of God or the woman of God that that person would want to be old with. And we're gonna pray that he'll bring that person to you in the perfect timing. And we're gonna pray for those of you who are struggling in your marriages now, that God will give you the grace and the wisdom to follow the counsel that he gives you in the word. Focus on being the person, growing into the person that he wants you to become.
0: Pastor Robert will have much more to teach us from the book of 1 Peter when you join us next time. But for now, you can learn more about the ministry of Main Thing Radio by visiting our website. At MainThingRadio.com, you'll be able to listen to even more messages from this book and others by clicking on Podcast. And be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a new edition. You can also connect with us on social media. Come follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts and stay up to date with everything that's happening at Main Thing Radio and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Find links to our accounts at our website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. Before we go, we'd like to ask you to pray for us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you lift us up to the Lord and ask Him to continue moving through our ministry? Pray that we'd keep our eyes focused on Him and that we'd share only the words He's given us. Pray, too, that our listeners would hear from Him each time they tune in. We want to reach the community and the world for Christ, and we can only do that through the support of our brothers and sisters in Christ. Thanks for praying for us. We appreciate your partnership in this area. With that, our time with you has come to an end. There's so much more to learn from the pages of 1 Peter, however, so we hope you'll make it a point to join us again. Tune in next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.